Borrow for the doomed souls. With your host, Freddy the Freak, here. Thirteen famous cars in orders. Christine, 58, Plymouth Fury. Christine was a based on a Stephen King novel of the same name and directed by John Carpenter. Christine features the most famous horror movie vehicle of all time. And Benevolent Plymouth Fury that possesses her own, her own and has a jealousy streak that even made a brief experience of Ready Player One. But only briefly, so don't blink, you may miss it. Pansasium, 71, Plymouth Cutie. The Scullion Court doesn't look famous for being beauty, but it's also featured heavily in the entire franchise, especially as it took on a road trip format, occasionally belonging to an older brother, Jody, ownership past the hero, Reggie Brennister, and the Cuba to, became a major tool in the fight or flight against the tall man, the Plantasian Cubia, even had a website dedicated to his name. But there you are. And as well, as well as famously angry rent by horror host Joe Bob Biggins, dedicated to the car's destruction and PlayStation 2 Dead Series, the Evil Dead Series, 73, Ordsmanville, Data, Delta 88. Dubbed the classic is the car that Ash Williams and fa- friends drove in their fateful cabin to the woods in Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead, and they never left Raimi's side since. Whether abandoned cabin side or used as Ash's carry and f- the battle in the Army of Darkness or Ash versus Evil Dead, the Delta is staples of the series. Death Proof, 70s Chevy Nova. Stuntman Mike's consumized Chevy Nova completed the roll cage, makes the car death proof. Only for him. As for his victims, it's pretty vicious tool destruction and dismemberment. It's also a pretty slick looking ride with a great paint job and a skull lightning crossbows on the hood. Helps the catabolic to instantly recognisable status. Kill 55 Peter Burt built 281. Steven Stilberg's feature debut presented in one menacing villain in the form of rundown. 1955, Peter Millot, 9281 tractor unit. For David May, a travelling salesman, a session lesson of being courteous on the road, goes to seek costs when he pisses off the wrong driver. In this case, it's the unseen driver behind a massive truck. He spends a whole film terrorising David, t- trying to take a range and run him down. Poor bugger. Maximo Drive, Western Star, 4800. Lucy's by but a short story trucks. This Stephen King film followed a group of survivors hold up in the truck stop when a comic causes all the machines to become sterrant and have a A main primary villain is a Western Star 4800 tractor unit rendered in Denderville by the massive green goblin mask on the grill. A Happy Toys logo against the black paint on the trailer. That's a friend of mine. The train... Texas train saw massacre. 72 Ford Club Wagon. The green van that takes Sally Harvesey and her paralegic brother 
Frank and her friends, Jerry, Kirk and Pam, across Texas to check out the grave of Hennessy's grandfather. Plays a major role in the horror if it falls them. The decision to pick up hitchhiker, hitchhiker leaves the van marked by blood and he smears along the void while he's losing a horror-filled experience for the group on his own. It only goes downhill from here once they pull the plug at the gas station by a patriot of the Clamidistic clan. They picked off one by one the birds. 54 Austin Martin DB2 stroke 4. James Bond did hog the market on this. Aston Martin's Tippy Henderson also made it look like a stylish accessory. Alfred Cogs the birds. A character Melody drives in the town of Bogdara Bay. For the weekend, a visit her in love interest Mitch, but finds herself almost followed and attacked by the birds. In this film, Austin Martin constantly dangles salvation in her face, but only, only for swarming birds to take it away. Halloween, 77 Chevy Monte Carlo. John Carpenter's Halloween doesn't pop up conversations surrounding cars, but the debate is how Michael Myers' ability to drive still rages on. So it's only appropriate he makes this modest, the most brutal car in the film. Memorable car is not the one that Myers drives, but the one he uses is setting up a brutal death for Annie Ratchet. He strangles her from the back seat of her own car as he's about to leave to go out to pick her boyfriend. The car, 71 Lincoln Continental Mark II, like Christine, is cult horror film, features an evil car with a mind of its own. Unlike Christine, though, the evil black car has no driver in which to possess just a taste for homicide. It's up to the local town sheriff to outwit the stop the car for slaughtering more. The 71 Lincoln Continental Mark II in the film was customised. Kojo, 78, Fort Pinto. This Pinto is memorable for one of the most unreliable in horror history for Donna Trenton and her son, Tad. A car becomes the only form of shelter, a prison, against a very rapid St. Bernard when the accelerator goes out. Alternator goes out. Between the vicious dog and the scorching sun, this car is a bottom of my list for the memorable death trap for the lead protagonist. Sorry, folks. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, 59, Ford Thunderbird, 76A. The story begins with a horror hostess road tripping from LA to Massachusetts, and then, of course, she does it in style. Enter a macabre bill, a decked out, customized Ford Thunderbird, come on, room. A Castina Prentison, new fit, Evelina's personality, the moment she saw it. The tricked-out car has every bit of per- Eva's personality on display. A piece of fell for it so hard, she eventually pulled it back from the person who purchased it after filming. Put a lot of work into storing it, and even put it in display in a museum. In the evening, Ivera, uh, the mistress of the dark, the Thunderbird is just as much as a psychic as a pet poodle, Abergogrin. Ghostbusters, 59-meter Metro Ambulance, first conversion. The Etro One is just one of the, uh, is much of an icon. There's the four central characters that's that have been around for the film. And we have also section five little girls, Ghostbusters. But I ain't going to talk about that one, are we, folks? No. In the film, Doctor Ray Stonestones finds a car shortly after mortgaging his mother's house to buy a uh, fire station. 
but were just under 5,000. You repaired and customer cars have stolen all the ghost equipment and get added an eye-catching logo to the boot. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! Oh, I see you. This film plays on the expectations of reality in, the same, in some way. Frankly, the child's disappearance in the open scene, the boy hiking through the woods, is ripped violently in the air by an unseen hand. A decoration of specific tone intent for the film. Well, I stand many minutes I see you. Establish expectations that don't really play out in the entire inspected familiar way. Writer Damon, Damon Garrow and other director Adam Randall use the eerie image of flying ten-year-old to hook the audience. The rest of the film is much more complicated process of playing out the line. Reading the film audience back out. What do I give this? A horror, domestic, violent, murder mystery, peace protocol kind of film. There you are. Not recommended. What's it about? When ten-year-old Justin Winter disappears in the woods, Detective Greg Harper and his partner Spink Bikeski are assigned to investigate a clue left behind links the boys kidnapping to a notorious child murderer, Spikeski, went sent to jail 15 years ago, missing the question of whether he convicted the wrong man or that there's this whole traffic out haunting his down. Meanwhile, his wife, Jackie, is trying to mend fences with him after having an affair. But her teenage son, Connor, is acting out against her in, a, in increasingly vicious ways. By the time the strange events happening in her home, mundane objects appearing or disappearing, household electronics spontaneously turning on, a smashed window and a window repairman who saw something unexplained. The audience already have an entire laundry list of possible explanations and suspects enough to create a number of plausible. But if you really know what it's, if you really want to know, did it? Go and watch it. Can Charles play the reboot? Play up to the original? Oh, I don't know. In the original, the virus Charles Lee Ray becomes quickly injured and uses his final moments to have it on earth to contact the voodoo ritual that abuses his spirit in the body of a child sized doll. The spirit allows the doll to come to life to continue murder's rampage. In the new film, the killings are caused by a doll whose internal computer malfunctions, allowing to act a normal matter of violence to anyone it encounters. I literally do do make certainly makes this is smart. Mission behind the film is different. Technology becomes the villain that an actress in the film says. It's out in theatres now. If you want to watch it. I'm not, I prefer the original. Watch the original Charles Vary Blake. That's what I would do. Watch the original.
Hello, folks, you've always wanted to make a horror film, didn't you? Well, this is how you go about it. How to write a scary story. When writing a lot of scary scenes, you need, uh, you need a maximum effort of your audience. And why are you writing something scary in the first place? Suspense. Your scenes that provoke a sense of anxious uncertainty. You, the reader, will feel brought to the edge of their seats. They'll bring in great cliffhanger scenes that keep the audience reading. Another example of suspended suspense is when the reader knows there's something the character doesn't, that there's a monster in the closet. Spooky scenes of, that include humour, poker like hearted fun, a fear. Think of Casper the Friendly Ghost, Ghostbusters, or Goosebumps. Terror. Terror scenes provoke intense fear to the reader. They may keep readers looking over the shoulder or jumping at odd noises. Horror, very similar to terror, then provoked an intense feeling of fear, shock and disgust. They may obtain gore, fantasy, horror, par- paranormal and sci-fi. There are elements of scary scene with supernatural theoretic elements. Psychological courses are elements psychology of every scary scene, but in this case, psychology is a main factor. Examples when the theories in all the characters' heads split personalities and social anxiety. Consider your audience. Gene standards and audience preferences should influence how you write a scary scene, how much gore to include, how light or heavy handed. We have frightening elements in the middle grade friction. Story elements can be frightening and suspenseful, but usually not graphic. Ease your readers into frightening scenes by first having scary things ruined or happening in the friends of the main character. If you write too graphically, too intensely for a younger audience, you may be too frightened to finish their book. Gatekeepers such as parents, teachers and librarians will be likely to scream the book out. Take, make them care. Scary scenes are ineffective if you don't care about what happens to their character. Character reliable characters. Show them they're being kind. Show the applause. Show the manners to them. And why? Show the dreams and aspirations and threaten all that. Your reader will shudder. Use concrete ideas to make it real. Concrete other details. Crown deep readers to make tap into their emotions. Surrender so Collins does an excellent job and is a mocking, mocking Jay, a third of the Hunger Game trilogy, which, which is obviously why I not MG, but still an amazing example. A very the scene in the grill on a, in the grill coat. Camus is trying to blend in the crowd. A girl notices that a reader absorbs the image of a little girl in a lemon green yellow yellow coat. Sweet, but possibly a threat since he's noticed Caprices by his little girl, a lemon yellow coat. Sweet, but danger. Hmm, reader is feeling anxious. Gunfire rips through the crowd. Carista next sees a little girl screaming beside a motionless woman. We are riveted, but gun punched and feel the pain, girl's pain. Then bullets mow her down too. These concrete details show the scene comes alive on an emotional level and heighten the reader's horror in the situation of all, as well as our fear for Columbus. In fact, in particular, use a sighting, use a setting for heightened emotion. Using the setting for heightened emotions of frightening aspects of your scene. Even a sunny courtyard can have shadows, strangling vines, blood-red flowers. But yet, some aspects of the scene remind the character of what 
What's that stake? Do not forget me, Blossoms. Remind me of my brother's eyes. What? What about when the flowers are trampled and dying? Is that the purpose of your scary scheme? Are you writing to force your character into some into a breaking point? If so, why? You're showing a character development a new strength or skill. Will this fearful situation break your, your character? Or will they triumph? Will they stick to their values or violate, violate them? What are the mental and physical consequences of how they react? And will you read this book? Or will you listen to this podcast? I don't know. Answer the phone. I'm going to recommend some more writers to you now. Annie Rice. If you like erotic works, she works under Fermonian Rock Railway at Loria. Her gothic tales are sexual and frightening, and her characters are colourful. Bentley Little. Pulpery than literal. He, he pulls no touches and tends to be rather graphic. Are a leaving. Responsible for such sales as Rosemary Baby and Stepford Wives. Say no more. Shirley Jackson. Responsible for the haunting of Hell House. At Spawner's favourite film, The Haunting. A choice of word, word choices precise and calculated. And John Soul. He used early words to count on someone say, so it, Someone put in the car in the garage. Someone gorge rising. And what's his defined format to his storytelling? H.P. Lovecraft. Influential horror writer. For him will be no you Or no monistic university. Herbert West. But we've got a bit of a dark past in the history, folks, of slavery. So we've been a Welsh eye for him. Clive Baker, he's a British guy, similar to Stephen King, and Lovecraft, he has the book How Heart to his ranking, Stephen King, he wrote so many books, there's too many to mention here, but they're all scary folks, and one of my favourites is Edgar Allan Poe. The Telltale Heart, The Pit in a Palendrum, The Castle of Anacostario are very scary and very haunting. Richard Matteson. He gave us the I Am Legend, which gave gave us the zombie films. His influence, Ramona's zombie films. His influence is spattered all over the annals of horror. Hell House is one of the only books that ever truly frightened me. But there you are. I don't get scared easily, folks. Boo, what was that? (coughs) Hello, folks. You've been listening to my first episode of Horror for the Souls, a magazine special with your host, Freddy the Freak. Boysy boy, folks. Boysy boy. I'm Freddy the Freak. I'm here to give you fights. Listen to my podcast. Horror for the souls tonight. If you don't like... You can go on...
Crowing, laughing, cooing, whistling, and clap. And this is the end of this episode. And uh, good night, folks. Bye, bye.